Bitfaced, first official episode of 2016. Glad to have everybody back. Sorry that we stumbled over the, the finish line and only got 39 episodes out last year and not 40, and a, a sincere apology. The 40th episode was recorded, and we had some great guests uh, from Gamers Haven, Daniel Clatworthy and Jordan Cam, and the episode just technically definitely was not up to Bitface standards, certainly not Gamers Haven standards, so... We might figure out a way to salvage some of it, but right now we apologize. 39 is, is kind of where we ended, one one episode short, story of my life. But anyway, thank you for the uh, the couple weeks off. We really enjoyed it, kind of getting our shit back together. But anyway, we're going to start the year off. Uh, I think pretty much how we're going to start off every year going forward, putting 2015 to bed. Um, across from me, as always, uh, run TRG, Tyler Glaze. And uh, I think, Tyler, today we're going to talk about our favorite games of last year. And then I think we're going to talk about maybe a couple disappointments from last year as well. Um, anyway, why don't you why don't you start? And You want to go our normal back and forth? Yeah, I think right. so. Yeah, let's so, do that. All right, cool. I'll definitely start. My number one... I think I've brought this up a few times. You're going to start from your one. I'm going to start from You're my one. You're not going to go ten down. We're going from the top. We're going to go I from... I think I'm just going to jump in balls first. Your favorite game of the year. Favorite game of the year. Fair enough. That's the way we're going. Because I want to celebrate what was best about last year first. And uh, so my number one, it's no drum roll, no leading up to it. We're just jumping in. Ori in the Blind Forest. Okay. I, dude, one of my favorite memories and favorite episodes of last year, um, just playing Ori in the Blind Forest, all three of us just tearing up, silent. It was good. And then I bought it on PC, and I continued to play it. Have you finished it? No, I'm 50% of the way through. I am too, and I'm not stuck because I can't beat the platforming. I'm lost. <laughs> wow, okay. Um... I mean, I'm not lost. I know where I'm supposed to go. The issue is with most platformers, if you take a break and you try to come back to it, you have no clue where you've been or where the fuck you're going. Maybe that that's probably half of it for me, too, is you know I'm always playing six things at once. Up until recently, the yeah. past two weeks, we'll talk about that in a second. But, yeah, I'm, I'm lost. So I really want to finish the game. I really want to see how it ends. But embarrassingly, like a lot of the titles on my list this year, I haven't finished them. It's yeah. getting harder and harder. I've I've technically finished two of the games on my top ten. Um, some you can't finish. But, uh, you know, I, I don't think that's too bad either. Because I've got a lot of enjoyment out of them. That's how they make my top ten. One, which is pretty far down the list i technically didn't play but we'll we'll get to that wow wow <laughs> at least you're being honest about it at least I you're am. not pretending that you played it no but there's a reason why it makes my list and we'll get to it it's number nine so that's coming up okay so since you already brought up ori in the blind forest let's just go ahead and get it out that was my number three okay so we'll uh i'll, I'll cross that off the old uh, the old list here also made my top ten 
hands down my favorite indie game this year, even though I never finished it. The visuals are excellent. I believe you can get it for $15. Is it only Xbox One, or is it on the... It's on PC. It's on PC. Is it on the Sony as well? I don't think so. Wow. that See, that sucks. It's Microsoft, yeah. I think Microsoft Studios published it, didn't they? Possibly. Yeah. It was made Actually, by, no, yeah. I it think. was made by Moon Studios, but I'm pretty sure Microsoft Studios published it. I think you're right. Yeah. So that was your number one. So do I have to come out blazing... No, you can do whatever you want. This is our shit, bro. Um, screw it. I'll go with my number one, too. Uh, my favorite game of last year, only Nintendo title to appear on my list, Super Mario Maker. The most fun I had with the game the whole year, and I still have not made a level. Yeah, you know what? Like When I was playing it, when you were finally like, just sit down and just play it, one of the more fun things that actually happened was when someone built a whole ridiculous level that just jumped me into it and I didn't touch the controller and it just went through all this crazy shit. I love seeing what the community puts into the game. I know we've talked about the game on the cast before, but when I sat down and looked at everything I had played this entire year, there wasn't an experience like that where the developers gave you the tools, but what the community came up with was so much better than I think what levels the developers came up with and put in the game. And it's something you can constantly turn on and it's always changing and you're always getting a new level. And that's kind of been a theme for me. Uh, Rogue Legacy, I'm really into the Binding of Isaac right now. And both of those, you start fresh and it's always a new level and always a new experience. And I think that is a, that's why Mario Maker ended up going to the top. Because if you do look at my list... There's a lot of great games, but there's there's a lot of sequels on there. There's tons of sequels on there. Sequels to great titles, but still. Mario Maker, now granted, it was still Mario. Yeah. But just that community injection of ingenuity and the fact if you don't like a level, you just swipe and you are on to the next experience. It, it Hands down, my favorite game of the year. All right. I can't blame you there. It's, uh, and I know you. I know you and Mario. I know you and platformers. That's, uh, that's a logical number one. For me, it has to be. Yeah. Cool. Well, we'll jump in. I'm just going to keep going with yeah, just kind, keep of, going. kind of what was my favorite. So, uh, number two was Monster Hunter 4 Ultimate for the DS. Okay. Uh, and, you know, I know we brought it up. When did, and, was uh, that, did that come out earlier this year? Early, early. Yeah, definitely. Um, beginning of the year, I think. It might have been February. Okay. But it was such a blast. Like, And I know it's, it's kind of cut and paste, same Monster Hunter style stuff that we've always seen. Um, but it's one of those games where you can just jump online, play with friends... And just hunt giant monsters. And even if you're sitting around, you know, a room with friends and you play local play, it's still so much more. How fun. many DSs can you hook up? Four. So it's parties of four. Um, you can. Uh, that's one of the games that I'll consider that I beat, and I'll put that in quotation marks um, with my fingers because you don't really beat like the uh the multiplayer side of it i guess you can um you just keep farming for better gear uh but they do have a campaign and i beat the campaign so i'll count that 
Okay. In fact, you have to beat the campaign to unlock certain elements of the game. And I didn't know that at first, and it was really hampering my online play. So, um, but anyways, a blast. I, uh, you know, I'll throw up a story from when Monster Hunter first came to America on PSP, and it was me, my brother, uh, his friend Matt, and Toma, our official Twitch gamer uh, for BitFaced, and we were just sitting on my bed playing Monster Hunter, and we were fighting what's called a Cutku. And it's a really basic boss monster, um, but it's, you know, a dragon, and we were getting stomped, just shit-stomped, because none of us had played this game, and when we finally beat him, we just flipped out. You know, three months later, we were slaying giant dragons and, like, four-shotting Cutkus, but it was still fun at the time. The sense of progression. No, yeah. it sounds fun. Now, is there any online element to the DS version, or is it only local play? Or you can play with three other people online? Yeah, no, you can. Uh, you pick a quest, and you say, "Hey, I wanna. I need some people to help." And other hunters from around the world can jump in, help you hunt. Um, yeah. So, or you can join in other people's games. It's always four players. You can join into other people's games as a group. So it's definitely, no matter what, you can play with your friends or you can play with anyone around the world. So probably your favorite DS game this year? I have another DS game on my list. Wow, okay. <laughs> okay. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it's my favorite for sure because it's number two. Um, next one uh, yeah, is a DS. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go Metal Gear Solid, The Phantom Pain, a game I did not expect to like at all, and... A game, embarrassingly, I have not finished yet, and everyone told me, it'll never make your top ten if you beat it, because you'll hate the story. Don't care. The mechanics of the game were awesome. It was a great stealth sandbox title, where you could kind of do anything that you wanted. Uh, my problem is, the reason I didn't finish the game is I got so bogged down in the micromanagement of the base and all. But yeah, phenomenal title. First Metal Gear game I can remember liking in a very long time. Um... Almost my number one, if not for Mario Maker. And, and like I said, I'm still playing Metal Gear. I haven't finished it yet, but there's just so much to the game. Not, there's yeah. a lot to it. I'm kind of shocked. I mean, any game that can sidetrack you well enough from the story just by random bullshit. Random bullshit. And I, I really got bogged down in the micromanagement. I felt like Reap. Yeah. Like, <laughs> um, okay. And I think Reap got bogged down in that micromanagement too, but I, bet I thought it was, a, it, it was a really, really well done action title. Cool. You and me both, when Toma brought it up, were like, eh. <laughs> We were. Yeah. I was like, Metal Gear? Uh, Four was a movie. Yeah, I don't, don't want to play, play that shit. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, correct me, you know, that's why Toma is the official BitFace gamer. Because yeah. obviously he's got a little <laughs> bit of knowledge that ends up on my number two this year. Wow. And then we'll go ahead and say number th my number three was Ori. So there you go. My three. So I don't know if you want to do two in a row next. Uh, yeah, maybe. Um, you know, I'll go to my number three though, which is is an, the other DS game. Okay. And no one, I guarantee you, other than Toma, has probably heard of this. And it's called LBX, and it's Little Battlers Experience. And, I was hoping for lesbian <laughs> battle experience. <laughs> well, we could remake it. <laughs> uh, but anyways, it's. Did you ever play Custom Robo? No. Oh, okay. So that's kind of a game that people might be more familiar with. 
you have these little robots and they fight in an arena and you win parts and you can customize your robot and you battle and sometimes you do team battles and it's life points and you get different weapons melee or ranged and Monster Hunter 4 and LBX are two of the games actually the only two games on my list that I actually beat this year and LBX took me 40 hours to beat so I mean it was a long game but do you find yourself now, because you've got a kid, portable titles are much easier to manage? Because I've got a lot going on, not just a kid. I mean, like, if I try to sit down at my computer and I have my kid, it doesn't work. If I need to walk around and, like, chase them around the house in circles, I can be playing a DS game. So definitely, that's part of it, for sure. Or if I just want to go outside or meet up with people, like... Yeah, I'm the kind of introverted, you know, unsocial kid who's going to be sitting in a corner at a party playing a DS game. That's sad, man. That's fine with me. <laughs> at least you're not in, you know, the guest bathroom masturbating, so. I mean, to lesbian battle experience, <laughs> I might be. <laughs> That's the kind of game I'm looking for. I, I I do have a portable on my list this year. It's way far down there. All right. Um, which is surprising because you know how much I, I don't really play portable games at all. Yeah. Um, so yeah, do your next one. Okay, so yeah, my number four was one that I didn't play until recently because I picked up my PS4 really late. And uh, I know um, Toma just loved the shit out of it, and that's Bloodborne. Um, and it's a lot I got of to play it a little bit. It's, it w- probably would have made my list had I had a PS4. Yeah. Had I played through it. I think it would have, um, but that's okay that it didn't, because now we've got really diverse lists, and I don't think we're going to have much crossover. So far, we've had one, Ori in the Blind Forest. And I think that's going to be on anybody's top ten list. That I, I've looked through a lot of top ten lists to make my own top ten list to make sure I wasn't missing anything, and I don't think there's one I didn't see Ori on. I'm glad, because being an indie, you know, Moon Studios' first and only game, like... It it deserves. It should. Hopefully, just, they'll be oh, able demand just that to respect. go whatever creative direction they want to next. Hopefully, they'll get a blank check and they'll say, "Hey, that game was great. Make us something else with your same passion." Absolutely, I agree with that a hundred percent. But there it is, Bloodborne. It was a ton of fun to play. I was a huge fan of Demon Souls. Didn't get too much into Dark Souls like you did. Kind of reverse, but Bloodborne kind of kind of brought me back to that. So, okay. Um only fighting game on my list only fighting game in my opinion that came out this year Mortal Kombat X still coming out with content for it we're getting Leatherface and Alien Uh, great fighter balanced fighter I had a lot of fun I played through every single character story mode to see their endings I played through the main story mode of course I played through the different Mortal Kombat towers I love the game I'm still playing it I have a lot of fun with it I'm not playing it as much but when it first came out back was it March or April? Yeah. It didn't leave the ex- like for a month. We were both playing that. And some of those towers with the different bonuses and like different The different stuff you could unlock. And yeah. they had the full crypt again. And the new characters didn't seem like tacked on or the same as old stuff. They, they really brought a lot of originality. Jason Voorhees in the game for me is a... That's enough reason to include it on the top ten right there. But a well-balanced fighter. I know you don't prefer the Mortal Kombat style, and I do. 
Yeah. Uh, so for me, it was heaven. But yeah, yeah. There's the year cannot go by without putting Mortal Kombat on my list. I considered putting a fighter on my list, and if I were going to put a fighter on my list, that was going to be no. It would have been Mortal, Mortal Kombat. Kombat would have been it. Wow. Yeah. Just because, like you said, I mean, it had a lot of new and a lot of old, but balanced and updated so well. So. And so many varieties. Like, each character had three separate fighting styles with different yeah. brutalities, different moves, different counters. Yeah. Um, you know, eight additional downloadable fighters, which I know people will book you about, but they gave you good characters. Predator, Jason... Yeah, the you original lineup was pretty decent, though, in the first place. Absolutely was. Yeah. Absolutely. You got to play with your favorites. And I kind of like the way that they did it better than how Blaze Blue or Guilty Gear, even though those are two of my more favorite fighters, they'll release a new, a full new edition with, like, four fighters for, like, 30 bucks. Yeah, whereas Mortal Kombat, which, and you can buy the characters individually. For example, I only bought Jason. Right. I should. I probably should get Predator too. I was waiting for a sale, but yeah, I'll definitely get Alien and probably Leatherface. I mean, I Alien's think a must. It's definitely a fighter for Eric when it goes horror movies. You know, status pulls in Leather, Leatherface and Alien. When I saw Alien, I think he looks awesome. Exactly. So I really like that they're still supporting the title. Uh, supposedly, it's it's not huge on the tournament scene, but it's got a following. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah, definitely for me, Mortal Kombat X, hands down. Cool. Very sweet. My number five was one that I don't think you took too well to. <laughs> um, but overall, I thought it was a really, really fun game. And, like, it was a good stab at, at the genre. We haven't seen too many of them. And they've all been made by Deep Silver. Uh, and that's Dying Light. Okay. Because I had a lot of fun. I didn't think it... I Now, I finished it. And I can't say yeah. that for a lot of games on my list. I did finish Dying Light. There you go. Um, but I just didn't... It was okay. I liked the weapon customization. I liked the parkour element that they added. I think that could have been used in Dead Island. I think... Absolutely. They made it a lot darker... They just kind of cut out a lot of the story and dialogue that Dead Island had. And if they had that, it would have been a really, really, really good game. It, was, it wasn't a bad game. I enjoyed my time with yeah. it. I just didn't think it was great. Well, I thought it But they're still five. supporting that. Some DLC, I think, yeah. just got released for that. I think they have a whole, like, standalone DLC, like, almost 50 or $60, like, version that they of the just game. released, yeah. Oh, okay. So I haven't picked that up and haven't played it yet, but I'm looking to because I had a lot of fun with it. I like killing zombies, and I like parkour. I, I did like the parkour element of the game. It gave yeah. it kind of a mirror's edge, and which we'll be getting this year. Oh my god, dude. I'm so stoked. That's a whole other episode, though. We can talk about everything that we're excited for. We, shit, we're getting Dark Souls 3 in April. I know. That will be here before we know it. Yep. Um, so, Dying Light, I'll take that into Fallout 4. Okay. Getting a lot of hate for, like, it's so much like Fallout 3. Yeah, but Fallout 3 was so good. It was, I mean. And Fallout 4 is another one I have not finished, but when I have sat down to play the game three separate times, each time has been eight hours plus. 
So I know my limits with Fallout. I'll probably play Fallout tomorrow. Okay. I'll, I'll give it a good... We're supposed to get some snow. Yeah. I'll give it a good uh, a good run tomorrow. But Fallout's a game that when I start playing it, I cannot put it down. That's kind of... Like, first off, if I buy it, now that I have a PS4, I'll probably just buy it for PS4. I just... Because of the similarities to 3, I don't know that I want to drop the 60 bucks. So I'm going to try to grab it for like 30 or 40 plus you know, next year or, you know, six months, seven months down the road, we're going to get a Game of the Year edition. They're going to release DLC. Like It'll go on sale. Yeah. If you can be patient with the Christmas games, they normally drop around February. Yeah. Depending. Or if they don't sell at all, they drop a lot quicker than that. Yeah. And that's something that Bethesda, for the Fallout series, does really well, is DLC content. Like, um, The Pit for 3, it's massive it's yeah. just a big add-on to the game and so like i'm gonna get those dlc but i don't want to pay you know what it's gonna cost per dlc so i'm gonna wait for a game in the year edition and i know it's gonna come it will yeah it will but no you'll you'll enjoy it it's if it's everything you like about fallout improved a little bit better you know i'm not saying they didn't reinvent the game by any means in the imagination yeah. uh, and i think that's why they're getting a lot of hate yeah but I mean what were they supposed to do like some people like my brother like the fact that Vats doesn't just pause the game anymore it just slows it down he's mad about that no he likes that I like that too because it's more challenging yeah you have to really plan your shots and the way the weapon customization is amazing you can really tinker with your character your playthrough will be completely different than my playthrough that's something I didn't really I don't remember from playing through 3 there's not much uh, weapon customization. Uh, there's any. tons in this. Like, not, there's. I mean, you've seen online people have built skyscrapers and stuff. Like, yeah, you can customize your settlement. You have trade routes and like. So everyone that's pissing on the game for not being no, Probably they added hasn't a lot. Played a lot, yeah. They added say. a lot of shit. Like you, now and you what's can still up with play. all these different like power armors that they have that I've heard. Yeah, about. there's different. Uh, different armors you can set up and that's that how you take sweet. down the death claws and yeah no they did a good job with it the the exploration is still there the you know showing up at an abandoned drive through and i don't know it's it still has the great sense it's it's a fallout game that's what it sounds like yeah it's certainly on my top 10 i don't i don't care how much crap people are giving it i i loved it and every time i see it like videos and everything i want to just be so impatient by it because i'm like it looks so much prettier than three or new vegas was and yeah like we just talked about there is a lot of new content there is so and you really have to keep a uh, in fallout 3 having a partner was optional and this it's really not you need somebody else there wow i just watched part of a video of a guy who did a whole playthrough where he kept his kill count at zero. I heard about that. That's insane. He had to actually like find ways to not have his partner kill anybody because that counts towards his kill count. Right. So the only way he made it through part of the the game was by convincing NPCs to kill other people. That's awesome. Yeah. See, that's cool. That's really it's cool. It's cool that you can play through the game, you know, that it, it has that many options. It has that many corridors that you can go down. Yeah. I like that a lot. I do too. So that's that's a good choice. I need to play it still, so it didn't hit my list. But, um, but yeah, I agree with it. 
Definitely, definitely on mine. Okay. Cool. My number six was a game that you can make all the jokes you want about. <laughs> it's uh, Disgaea 5, Allegiance of Vengeance. Wow, um, I'm already riveted. Tell me about this one. <laughs> uh, it's, you know, Nipponichi. It's a tactics-based, a lot like fi- uh, Final Fantasy Tactics. Um, <laughs> yep. No, I knew you'd hate it, but Disgaea on the PS2 was seriously... I dumped hundreds of hours into it. There's tons of character customization, lots of ways to build different stats and different character types, and it's a tactics-based game, and that's just something that I get really down on. Now, the one big complaint that I have about the game is, like, the main bad guy, his name is void dark yeah that's pretty bad that's terrible i mean that's come pretty on. bad yeah that is pretty bad that's yeah it's uh that's pretty bad i'm trying to think of another example but no other other games have good you mean ganon's a good name bowser yeah, yeah void dark yeah. yeah is that just bad translation though uh, probably is his name in japanese really cool I imagine and all it we could is. come up with is Void Dark. Yeah, I don't know 100%, but I bet you're right. Okay. You're probably right. Yeah, bad translation. Yeah. So, what is this? This, this guy is six? Five. Five, okay. Yeah. All right. So, there's a lot of them, but that makes sense. There's it. somebody out there listening that's like, hell yeah, I'm so glad he included this guy. Eli. You know what? We'll have to ask him. I wonder <laughs> if that was on his list. I, I kind of wonder too. In fact, I'll uh, I'll send him a message tonight, and we'll we'll see. You should, because uh, I I bet it might be. If I were to think of someone who, out of your friends or out of our listeners, it would be on their list. Eli. Eli. Okay. Uh, here's another one that might have been on Eli's list, even though I don't think he played it. Uh, Until Dawn was phenomenal. A game that I look forward... Next time you bring your PS4 over, I look forward to revisiting multiple times. I had a blast playing through the game. It's the only game I can say this year I played start to finish in one day. All, practically, besides eating lunch, one sitting. Um, I had to get up and walk around the neighborhood and eat some lunch that day because I started playing, you know, 6 a.m. And I think I ended up finishing it that night about 6 p.m. Yeah. Uh, with the walk included. But uh, what a great game. Uh, horror movie decisions you make affect who lives or dies different branching story uh the graphics were incredible i i absolutely loved it any anytime you can play a horror game yeah that's that that's like that it it was great and uh, i you need to play it i do need to play it i own it i mean it's on my ps4 so it is something that i'll get around to playing um i just haven't yet okay no until dawn anyone that owns a ps4 it's a ps4 exclusive if I were to go out today and buy a PS4, it would be the game I would buy with it. Uh, and I know, and that I say that over Bloodborne. I would get Until Dawn. That's how much I enjoyed Until Dawn. And I mean, technically, you beat the game, so there's a lot of replay value if that's the first game you would buy with your PS4. Absolutely. There's a lot of story decisions I wanted to make differently because you can't go back in that one. Yeah. You can't. Uh, it's not like Life is Strange. You can't rewind time. That's too bad. And Life is Strange is one that I kind of... 
it might have made my list had I had time to finish it. Yeah. But I'm not going to rush through it, and it's a very slow-paced... It is. There's a lot of story. There's a lot of taking pictures of shit and walking around your dorm room and, like... So that might have made my list though, because the story is very good. It's very intriguing. It's yeah. it's different. I didn't bring that up to you until kind of. It was on sale that one night. Yeah, and I got all the episodes for ten dollars. I was like, well, that's worth it. Yeah. Yeah, I came over and I was like, hey, did you try this? And you were like, I don't know, but I think it's on sale. <laughs> yeah. So I, I picked was. up a lot of stuff on sale. Cool. And tried it. So, uh, but no, until dawn's great. Life is strange is good too if you want something different. Yeah. If you, it was kind of like uh, another game I played, uh, Three Fourths Home. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Did not make my top ten, but just, I've never played anything like it. Like, yeah. if you really want to get out there and play something, like, that you've never experienced before, Three Fourths Home is, it's, I can't even really call it a game. Yeah. It was more like an interactive dialogue. Yeah. But still, there's a lot of games that are good though, like that. Still fun. I'm trying to think of the other one I just played. It just came out, but it was it's kind of like Binding of Isaac. It was a PC game last year, so I can't count it. Yeah. Um, but it was just weird, and like you just went through this house, and it was about oh God. What was it called? I don't know. Something home. Anyway, I'll look it up in just a second. Uh, I think I know which one you're talking about, but I can't think of the name of it. Anyway, it's it's all this big romance and yeah anyway it was it was just different cool so yeah until dawn you have it you own it play it i will well uh my number seven though ends up being a horror game to kind of follow that up um one that i bought right before we bought until dawn um soma which i have not played nope but i think you should i started getting into it a bit more i know it starts out first off we were pretty drunk but uh, when you are, it starts out pretty slow. And then you start getting into it, and it throws a lot of kind of, holy shit, I need to think about things. And it's a survival horror, and you run. and that's. But it's good. It's something that do you, have you any, should try. Is all you do is run? You run, hide. Okay, kind of like, what was that game? Outlast. Yeah, Alien Isolation. Alien Isolation was very, another one I got on uh, on sale. Yeah. Which was nice. It feels kind of like that to me. So, that's my number seven. Very good. Um, kind of on the same line as Metal Gear, The Witcher Three. And love it. Haven't beaten it because there's so much to do in it, and it's one of those two kind of like Ori that when you put it down and you come back to it, you've forgotten almost everything. But beautiful, beautiful game. One of the prettiest games I've seen on a console. Uh, tons of choices. I wasn't a big fan of The Witcher 2. I do highly recommend The Witcher 3. It took me forever to get convinced to get it. Once uh, I finally did get it, I liked it a lot. Yeah, I wasn't sure you were going to get that one. I, I thought about not getting it because I didn't like Witcher 2, but I really did enjoy Witcher 3. It was a lot of fun to play. Good. Um, if, if you're into RPGs... I, I recommend it. I think it was probably my favorite RPG of the year. All right. Fair enough. I am into RPGs, and I have not played it, so that's why it did not make my list. It should have. Yep. Well, you know what? I kind of like the fact that it didn't, only because now we've got a huge diversity in games that we're putting out. We're giving you practically a top 18. <laughs> yeah, because uh, so. I don't think my last three are, are close to yours. 
We'll see. Because my number eight is one kind of as a shout out to Toma because we played it together and it's just been a blast. Hearthstone? No. Uh, Hearthstone did not make it because that came out two years ago. Did it really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, Helldivers. Oh, on the okay. PS4. Smash TV. Smash TV. <laughs> uh, but it it's fun. I mean, we played it that night. You do little button combinations to do weapon or mech call downs and you run around and complete objectives and it was okay it's team based it's fun that's why it's not real high up on the list but i mean it was a blast to play and to be fair toma had all the gear and everything and was just kind of like let me run you through all the shit and we didn't play very much of it but i played it a bit more with him and and i think it deserves to be up there if you have a ps4 grab it grab some friends try it out yeah, because it's a PS4 exclusive, correct? Yep. There's a lot of, uh, I noticed a lot of exclusives on both systems. And yeah. it's all the indie shit. It is. And I think that's okay, though, because indie is kind of, as much as we say that, indie is the way that, you know, the games that we love playing and the way that, you know, we think games are going. Not a lot of indie titles made either of our lists. No, and I played a lot of indie titles, but. I played a lot of shitty indie titles, too, this year. More than last year. Yeah. More than last year. And a lot of indie titles uh, that I thought were going to be good, like Beyond Eyes, yeah. were just okay. Yeah. They weren't great. Well, you know... Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time was good. It was good. Almost made my list, but I, I yet another one, I, I, I haven't played enough of it to put it on a list. Maybe if we had beat that first hard-as-shit boss, boss, then it might have made my list. It's in kind of below my list where I was like, here's all the games that I really liked. Should I put it on there? But I didn't. So yeah, No, me neither. And uh, it probably... We should probably try to beat that boss again to see. Because I heard the difficulty gets even worse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll have to just gain skill. If you're a sucker for punishment, I recommend get, your, get a good friend and pick up lovers in a dangerous space time. It's a really good game. Yeah. It's it's got a lot of potential. Just yet another one. It was just hard as shit. Yeah. Um, did you go last or me with Witcher? Uh, I did Hell Divers. Hell Divers. Yep. Um, another game that got kind of shit on, and I don't think it deserved it. Batman Arkham Knight loved it. People thought the Batmobile was so crappy. I thought the Batmobile was so awesome, and yet was it overused? Yes, but it was the new toy. Um, Eli told me if he wrote a review of Arkham Knight, it would be called uh, Been There, Done Bat. Because that's how <laughs> bored he was with the game, and I just didn't see that. I had so much fun with it. Wow. Uh, I played through all the DLC. I'm still roaming around the city looking for crap. I, I liked the game a lot. I thought they did a good job bringing Mark Hamill back uh, as the Joker, kind of as, you know, in the capacity of a hallucination, if you will. Yeah. I thought the story was great. I thought the game was great. Another one, like, there's actually there's three I'll point to, even my next one. Games on my list that I, I don't understand why they got the ire from the geek community. I guess in, in a day and age where everyone has an opinion, 50% of people are going to be assholes. Yeah, I think that's it. And as much as I would like to talk about, you know, Batman Arkham Knight, I'm going to kind of jump ahead real quick to my number nine. It's Batman Arkham Knight. The game that I have not played that's on my list, and the reason it made my list is because we spent hours sitting here where I would watch you play through Joker missions. Riddler. Riddler missions. I'm sorry. You're correct. The Riddler missions. Yeah, we the tried Riddler to get Catwoman back. Yes. And we had a lot of fun. Yeah, we had a we ton had a lot of fun. fun. 
It was a blast. Bouncing ideas off each other and yeah. passing the controller. So technically you have played it. Yeah. You a help, little bit. You helped me with some of those races and yeah. some of those flights. and Yeah. That's true. There were a, f- a few times that I had touched the controller to play it. But for the most part, I watched you gave some constructive, uh, construct- ugh, constructive criticism on how to get through some, some, some regular parts. levels. Yeah. yeah. But that's it. I mean, I, I didn't see the story. I didn't play through any of the story. You had finished the game by the time I came over. I finished it within a week. The main story, because I didn't want anything spoiled. Yeah. You know how I am. I knew what was coming as the big reveal through the game. Yeah. When I, I saw it too. in the trailer. I mean, you just... You, you had to have known. But, yeah. It makes my list. Uh, so I liked it. I thought the Batmobile was cool. Yeah. Some of the DLC is really cool. They have, like, the, uh, the old Batmobile... Yeah, and the old levels. That's awesome. And the old Catwoman sued, and like, I think they did a really good job with it. I, I, I've heard that that's Rocksteady's final Batman title, and so be it. They went out on a high note, in my opinion. I thought the game was great, and I'm still playing it. Yeah. So I can't say that about everything on my list. I can't say it about that. So yeah, good. So that so that was the other one that matched then Batman. That's the other one that matched. That's why I said I thought top, it was a great top game. eighteen. Yep. Cool. That's my number nine. So we got some extra chat in about it. All right. All right. Uh, I guess I think you're next. Nope. Oh, you're not. Okay. Because you did eight. I just matched it up with my nine. All right. Well, then I'm, I'm next with uh, yet another hated game, Star Wars Battlefront. But I loved it. Still playing it. I think it's great. It's a lot of fun. Uh, all of my buddies have it. So we always play. I think they did the Star Wars universe perfectly. If you want to jump inside an X-Wing, there's not a better game. Is my review of the game sullied by the fact that I love the series so much? Absolutely it fucking is. If you don't like Star Wars, you're not going to play a game called Star Wars Battlefront. If you do like Star Wars, it is the best Star Wars game to come out, I think, in a couple years. Yeah. Um, I like Star Wars and I like Battlefront, but I'm still going to wait because I think they have a... uh, I think they're going to have DLC and they're going to throw it all in one big thing. Oh, they will. So. I've got all of it, though. I have the season pass. I have the game. I, I can't wait to play the new stuff. I heard we're getting uh, new stuff very soon and some free stuff they're throwing out there for people. Okay. I thought Battlefront was an incredible multiplayer shooter experience. I did not play Call of Duty this year. Uh, I Good. only played Star Wars Battlefront. So, yeah, that would be my number nine. All right. I'll give that to you, you know, because I had a ton of fun just with the flying missions. It was a blast. So... I, I, I don't hate on it. I did hate on it in one of our casts um, a lot. No, it, but but rightfully so. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a $110 title. It is. it is. It's not something I'm going to buy right now. But later, like a year... If they give me a playable Ray, the, the $110 will be worth it. <laughs> I don't think we're getting Ray, though. I think that's the direction they should go, though. Yeah. Put Kylo Ren on the, the Empire and put Ray on the... You know, it makes sense with the light side. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. But I don't know. I don't think they'll do it. I hope so. I hope the reason why they waited so long to put the DLC out is because they were waiting to put out characters from the new movies. All right. And they technically could because Battlefront takes place around Jedi. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's not too far of a stretch. They have a map. They have Jakku. Yeah. So I I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility that we could get some of the new people. And then who are you going to 
put like okay, you have Lando and Chewie. Yeah. Who are you putting on the Imperial side though from the old movies that you haven't used already? Who? BB eighty eight or uh what's his name? IG eighty eight and fucking Bosk and the other bounty hunters? I mean, who else do you really have? No one. So I think you kinda have to do Kylo Ren and Captain Phasma. And oh, then maybe do yeah. Finn and Ray or Poe and Ray. Yeah. I could see. If that. I was running EA's marketing department, that's exactly how I would do it. But I'm I'm not. So yeah. Well, I mean, they might as well jump on that that hype while it's going. Why wouldn't you? I would. Wouldn't everyone want to play as as Ray or Finn or yeah. or Kylo or? Of course. I think so. I think just pure marketing, smartest idea. Uh, I don't think we're gonna get it though. We'll see. I hope we get some more planes, though. Wouldn't you like to fly a, uh, a Y-Wing yeah. or a B-Wing? I would. It'd be fun, right? Absolutely. I don't... tie bomber, maybe? Yeah. I mean, I'm not cool with just playing... The four ships. The four ships, Technically yeah. three, because both of the TIE Fighters are very similar. Yeah. I think. Well, yeah. I like the Interceptor a I lot I would play more. with the Interceptor, too. Yeah. Um... I don't know. That's that's what bugs me, man. I don't like just having four ships. I'm with you. I, I, I completely agree with your criticisms that it didn't feel like a $60 title, and it definitely doesn't feel like a $110 title. But it's the only Star Wars game that I'm getting this year, and it was, it was fun. I had a lot of fun playing with my friends. So, yeah, it, it made my top ten. All right. Fair enough. I accept. Sounds good. My number 10 to wrap us up. Kind of my least favorite of my top games. <laughs> uh, but it. You couldn't replace it with something else then? No, I have a lot of other stuff that I could have put up here. Um, but the reason I put it up here is because I still play it, and it's a game that I've actually got Titus to play fairly decently. Um, he's, you know, he's turning three on Sunday. So it's not like he's great with hand-eye coordination or playing games or anything, but Rocket League. Nice. Yeah. He is fun. He loves cars. He loves flying. He gets to hit rockets and fly a car and hit a ball into a goal and score. And he gets just excited about it. And so that's part of the reason that it made my top. Besides that, it's actually a lot of fun. I've heard. It's hard. I will never, ever, ever be as good as half the people that play that game. Like, I've seen some people play. It's coming play. to the one in uh, in a couple months. It might be easier. Well, I mean, I play it on a PS4 controller. I don't know. I don't know a way to make that. I don't think I have the ability to comprehend how to do some of those stunts where you just fly with your rockets and do spins and hit the ball in certain directions you would think that i could do it but i can't maybe with practice i got a little bit better i played on the uh the like medium to hard difficulty and i can keep up with that okay but um if i try playing online against anyone who's any good at the game it just looks like freaking when germany raped brazil that's about what it looks like. In World War II or in soccer? <laughs> in soccer. Okay. No, that's good. Rocket League. Uh, yeah. 
I haven't played it. I got it for you for Christmas. Yep. And I didn't play it because it was a gift. But then I watched you play it on yeah. Christmas. Indeed. And you seemed like you had a lot of fun with it. I did. You fell asleep. You just passed out. And I just kept playing for a while. <laughs> I, I really... Well, I needed to pass out that night. Because I had to get up and go to the airport that next morning. But well, I'm pretty sure you woke up later and took a phone call for like an hour. I did. And then you were talking about the Poon Bandits. I was talking about the Poon Bandits. That's your team name. That is my team name. Um, yeah, I was I was talking about them. I did take a phone call, but yeah, the next morning I had to go to the airport. So yeah, I was uh, I was embarrassingly drunk off my ass on Christmas Day this year. Yes. I don't know if we should talk about that on the podcast. <laughs> Jesus, yeah, I, was. I didn't bring that up. <laughs> uh, no, hey, it's uh, it's it's the past. So. I guess I'll finish with uh, my only portable game. All right. The only game I've played is I've, I've flown many times this past year, and the game that I play when I'm on an airplane is Ollie Ollie 2. Yeah. And Ollie Ollie is fun, man. Ollie Ollie's fun. Ollie Ollie 2 adds a manual. Oh, wow. So you can manual it between tricks and get your combos even higher. Ollie Ollie 2 is an absolute blast. Uh, the Vita is pretty much dead as a system. I don't think anyone's going to disagree with me on that front. But. Ali Ali 2 is an unbelievable portable game. Uh, fantastic, actually. If you have a, a Vita, I highly recommend that. I hope Ali Ali 2 is coming to the one. Uh, maybe not, but I hope it is, because we did get Ali Ali, so we'll see. Yeah, I think you will, but I don't know. I guess we'll see. If you do, it's probably a lot easier to play on a big screen without the Vita controls. The Vita joysticks aren't the best for Ali Ali. Yeah. They're they're passable though. Oh, on a, well, on an airplane good. when you don't want to talk to the asshole sitting next to you, it's it's it works. Okay. Cool. Um so yeah, that's we what did we give you? Seventeen? Eighteen. Eighteen. We have two that match. So. Eighteen, eighteen games, what we really loved last year. So yeah, I get this episode will put last year to bed. We will still probably talk uh I know that uh, I know two of our former guests really want to come back and talk Star Wars, and I know that was last year. But we're probably going to have to do a spoilerific, let's really lay Star Wars out there episode since we haven't done that yet. I guess uh, we didn't even talk about it really uh, during Space Castles and Robots, did we? No. Uh, we both loved the movie. Yeah. Uh, we both had some issues with it. I mean, I guess we can kind of go into it now. Sure. I mean, if anyone hasn't seen the movie by now, you're fucking slacking. And you should just get your. I was actually surprised. Um, You live in town here, Tyler. I went to see Hateful Eight at ten o'clock on a Sunday morning, which, as you know, notoriously is the best time to go to the movies here because everybody is usually in church or home. Sure. And there was a line back to the fountain at Cinemark. Still, I was like Star Wars. Star Wars. Everyone in front of me was buying Star Wars tickets. This was two Sundays ago. Wow. When I went and saw Hateful Eight. But I was still impressed with the amount of people that were still going out to see Star Wars. Now, I, I might go see it one more time, but I have seen it twice. I want to see it at least one more time, which would be my second time. Because I have a lot of like negativity about it. Um, but that being said... What's your negativity about it? That Kylo Ren is an emo, <laughs> an emo bastard. Kylo Ren is an emo bitch, and I don't like the tantrums he throws. But otherwise, other than just the tantrums and the fact that I could not get over the fact that he sounded like JP from Grandma's Boy, 
just every time he talked, I was like, oh my god, just throw on your trench coat and hide in a fucking corner, please. No, and I, I hear that a lot. Um, I liked it, though. I thought the movie was good. I liked the new characters a shit ton. I'm a big Ray uh, supporter. Yeah. I'm finally glad we get a, a badass female Jedi. Yeah. Uh, for the first time, and everyone criticized, oh, you know, she, how'd she get that good? Like, she wasn't good in that last battle, but Ren realized that oh shit like you can see it in that one moment I don't know why how people miss that you can see in that one moment when he was like let me train you something clicks in her and she's like oh train me fuck you pal like I'll be training your ass bitch you better hope there an earthquake happens oh yeah. there it is <laughs> um, I, huge fan cannot wait to see the next movie it got pushed back yeah. This week, but so we get it in two Christmases, not this Christmas, but we get it the following Christmas. We we'll get Rogue One though. I'm. I think that's a good thing. I do because some of my gripes were there was a lot of similarities between it and A New Hope. There were a lot. I think some of the old characters were overplayed, and I don't think they needed to be there. I don't think they ex- like who. There was a lot of Han and Chewie just everywhere. Yeah, but that was that was Han's movie. It was Han's movie more than it was anyone's movie. Han had to die. Yeah, and I don't think that should have happened in the first whole movie out of a trilogy. So now I only have two movies to be like a trilogy? No. Put this, this movie to me felt like a 6.5. It was something that closed the gap between the two trilogies and linked them together. But See, I, don't, I don't think a 6.5 at all. I don't think it should have taken up two and a half hours of, you know, my three movies that I wanted for a whole new trilogy. I think it was just a transition movie. No, I, I don't think it was. I thought it was really good. I think they built a lot on the new characters, but they could have put so much more into them. I don't know dick about anyone who's new, and I saw them, some of them, very little. Poe, I saw for literally 10 minutes of the movie. That's all you needed him for. Somebody just had to blow up the new Death Star. Yeah, I don't know. I would like to know more and about you, him. you know that uh, Finn is Lando's son. I mean, come on. There's only two black people in the whole universe. <laughs> but we'll see. I don't know. He could wield a lightsaber against a Sith pretty well, which probably takes... Beat. <laughs> he didn't wield that lightsaber pretty well. He got kind his of ass well. beat. He got beat. Yeah. I think he did decent. So I don't know. I, this is what I... For the little bit that we said we are going to talk about it, this is what I think I could see. Ray, obviously, Jedi. That's no, no doubt. I think Ray's Obi-Wan's kid. Yeah. Somehow related. How do you explain the British accent? Yeah, British accent and like... There's a lot of other stuff. I agree with that theory. I don't uh, think... I think Luke's kid is too easy. Yeah. It is. It wouldn't excite me. And no, it wouldn't. Like, and I'm not expecting them to come up with something that I haven't thought of, but I don't think they're going to go that easy. That's yeah. way too easy. I agree with that. I think Finn has to have some kind of force reflexes, though, so I think he's going to become a Jedi. You think so? Yep. Like, Ray will train him? Something like that. Just the fact that he could kind of block some of those strikes from Kylo Ren. 
I think he has to have... That's the whole thing. But we know Kylo Ren is a bitch because he stabs his father at close range. That's. Yeah. The, I mean, that's the whole movie. Like, I'm going to take off my mask and show you how emo I am. Like... <laughs> Yeah, but I think Ren had to. I I honestly think Chewbacca is going to end up killing Kylo Ren. Really? Yep, hands down, ripping him in half. That'd be awesome. That's what I want to happen. Yeah. That's how I want the third movie to end. That'd be cool, but probably won't. Nah, they're gonna. I don't know. Do some bullshit light side. I'm so sorry for killing my father. I hope not. Let me join the light side and. Kill this new I hope they figure out a way to resurrect Darth Maul and like all sorts of crazy shit. They did in the books. That's what I heard. And gave him robot legs. Yeah. So doesn't he show up in the cartoon too? I don't know. Maybe not. I don't know. I don't watch. I probably need to watch those. I don't. I don't remember him in. Uh... Gosh, they've made what two? They made uh... the Clone Wars. Clone Wars. Clone Wars was really good. I watched most of that. I don't remember him in it. Okay. And I've only seen a little bit of Rebels, but I like it, too. I've never seen Rebels. They're kind of fun. Okay. So, it's worth watching. I'll check them out. Yeah. Um, so, what, like, kind of back to gaming here, what didn't you like last year? Like, I'll, I'll start there. Two series that I used to buy yearly, without question. Tony Hawk and Tiger Woods, both. Tony Hawk sucks so bad, I didn't even try it. And the game has to get a lot of bad reviews for me not to even put it in my system. And even Mac told me, don't do it, man. He's like, you will not. He's like, don't do it. Just know know a world of Tony Hawk without this title. It's kind of like I tell you about Crystal Skull. Yeah. I'll never watch it. Don't watch it. Keep Indiana Jones the way you know him now because it's a better Indiana Jones and then God I can't even call it Tiger Woods anymore because it's called Rory McIlroy and I think that's part of the problem (laughs) Uh, well and they released the most bare bones the the least amount of courses the least amount of golfers the least amount of options I have ever seen in an EA Sports golf game since the series came out terrible so EA did what they did with Star Wars Battlefront no well no Battlefront was at least like I hadn't had 20 Battlefront games that were fucking amazing and then yeah. a shitty one. That's fair. Last, not last year's Tiger. Yeah, no. The, the last time last. Tiger came out yeah. on the console, on the 360, they released like this chunky-ass version with 30 courses, every historic golfer ever. You could play with Seve Ballesteros. You could play with Lee Trevino. You could play with Jack Nicholas, Arnold Palmer, plus all the modern guys. This version that we got, Rory McIlroy's Golf, has eight playable fucking golfers. Give me a break. And like eight courses. And then they were like, we're sorry, fans. Here's two free courses. Three months later, too little, too late. I paid 60 bucks for your game and it sucked ass, EA. So I, Tony Hawk, I can't say is my biggest disappointment because I didn't fucking play it. Rory McIlroy, hands down. Talk about shitting on a franchise. EA better do something with it. Now, granted, maybe people don't buy golf games. Yeah. Maybe I'm the only one that still thinks playing. You don't, but, I mean, you bought this guy. <laughs> uh, I played golf in GTA Five quite a bit, though. <laughs> I've always been a big fan of EA's golf games. They're a lot of fun, and I thought that this one was absolutely subpar, terrible, 
terrible. So yeah, Tony Hawk, Tiger Woods, and then I'll, I'll throw Evolve out there too. Evolve right. got a shit ton of hype and yeah. was just garbage. Didn't really deliver on any of it. No. What did we have it for a day? And I sent it back to GameFly because I was like, yeah, no, I don't really like this at all. Not yeah. not fun. So I was disappointed by those three. Yep. Uh, well, my I had three: Tony Hawk, Evolve, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I know I'm going to catch a lot of flack from a lot of my friends, but I'm going to say Destiny: The Taken King. I didn't play it, so you have to. Because I didn't like Destiny in the first place. Because I thought it was garbage playing a lot of the same levels over and over and over again and doing nothing and trying to grind to get levels and gear and there was hardly anything. And they didn't really fix that. You play mostly once you get to it on the Dreadnought and then you hit max level very quick, mind you. I did it in a day. And... uh and then you just try to gear up and hit the level cap to where you can do the raid, and then you just raid, and then that's it. I mean, there's not enough to it. I don't... You know my feelings. We don't need to yeah. opine on how much I thought Destiny sucked. <laughs> well... We didn't do biggest disappointments of last year, did we? Because number one, that so. would be on there. There you go. Um, and I, I too, kind of want to go back to something. Uh, I will say that had the Binding of Isaac come out this year it would have been my number one game and it's not even going to be close i cannot put it down i've i i think you have to beat mom 11 times before you get to like the real meat of the game and i'm at five wow uh i can't stop playing in fact when you walked in today i was playing it yeah after this you said you're going to the gym i'm probably going to play binding of isaac until you come back all right that's uh well, I don't know. Maybe I'll maybe I'll dick around with some of the new rock band tracks or the new old rock band tracks that I just got. That that'd be one of my honorable mentions. I like the fact that Harmonix released a new rock band game. They definitely improved on it, and the fact that all my old DLC still works and I don't have to come a penny out of pocket. That's nice. It's a nice feature. So props to them for doing that. Yeah. Um, the remade Gears of War was good this year. I mean, I can't put Gears of War just like you asked me earlier about Mega Man Collection. Yeah. Fuck yeah, I loved it. But I can't put six old Mega Man titles that really weren't changed. No. Now, the game did have challenges, but the challenges were still chunks yeah. of the levels. So, do I recommend Mega Man Legacy Collection? Yes. Yeah. Anyone out there that's a Mega Man fan, pick that shit up. You will fucking love it. In fact, it's about to be on disc. Yeah. And same with Rare Replay. Rare Replay was incredible. Yeah. And best $30 you're going to spend this year. Absolutely. But it's a lot of stuff you've already played. And there's a lot of stuff you won't play. Yeah. A lot of the really old, rare games you're going to be like, wow, what mm. the fuck were you guys doing? These are terrible. Uh, and they are. They don't hold up. Uh, a lot of stuff doesn't hold up, though. Yeah. That's okay, though. Um, but anyway... That's about it. We gave you 18 titles. We gave you some stuff to stay away from. I think we have we safely put 20 we've put 2015. I think it's to rest here. It is. We owe uh, we owe Daniel Clatworthy a pizza in another episode. Yep. And if we can piece together some of that episode, there was some really funny shit that I I kind of want to get out of there. I think we can. Um and again, all of our apologies. Uh hopefully we've got our audio issue figured out now. I guess we'll find out after this because we have to have it figured out by next weekend because we're back to guests. 
Uh, our next episode up will be with a group in town here called Geeks Gone Rogue. They make a lot of really cool merch, and we're having all of them come over to talk to us. So really, get, we're going to go from kind of the minor hostful this week to Full House back in the Bit Cave next week. And anyway, of course, we've got a lot of exciting episodes coming up this year. If you guys can remember, last year, I don't even think we got rolling until end of March. So we're getting started a lot quicker. Uh, we will, of course, uh, we almost have the exact dates worked out that Tyler and I will be going to Atlanta. We will be on the set of Strip Club Massacre. Expect uh, definitely a podcast, not only with uh, Real Bloody, because I want to sit down with those two guys in person. Yeah. Uh, Bob and Bruce. I'm looking forward to meeting them in person. Absolutely. Absolutely want to sit down with them in person. But also, I want to sit down. I've been looking online at some of the casting they've been doing. And I want to sit down with some of the, the cast and crew of Strip Club Massacre and really talk to you guys what it's like to be on the set of a movie. So expect those episodes near the end of March. And then we'll probably roll right from there, guest, 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 into Comic-Con weekend. And I'm not sure if we're going to do a table only because of costs, but you can be promised I will be out on the floor with a microphone interviewing people. Tyler and I will probably switch it up. Anyway, you know we're going to have a presence at Comic-Con. Uh, so yeah. Look forward to uh, – we're going to spread the hostfuls out. That's a lot of feedback I got that you guys actually like the hostfuls. Yeah. I like the guest episodes, but hey, there's nothing wrong with sitting down and you know, talking. We're not here to masturbate. We're here, yeah. to, we're here to pleasure your ears, not ours. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so anyway, anything that we mentioned tonight, go out and get for your console. I think you'll highly enjoy it. And as always, if you have questions, again, I got this one another time. The Facebook group is open. If you ask to join, I will say yes, even if I don't know who you are. So please hit me up. Um, or I've gotten hits on my gamer tag too. I will accept your friend request. I have no problem doing that. In fact, hit me up one night and play. Maybe you'll get lucky and I'll be playing with Mac and you'll get some really good laughs out of it. Uh, also, check us out on Twitch. Tyler, how do they, how do they get us on Twitch? Uh, bitfaced or Twitch, uh, twitch.tv slash bitfacedgames. Okay. And anytime it's streaming, um, you can follow us on that, and you'll see anytime Zach or one of us jumps on to play. And we try to keep an eye on the chat, and, and we'll give shout-outs. We'll chat with you. I mean, just come on and bullshit. Watch us play. Do whatever you want. Absolutely. And you can, uh, if you want to risk it, you can occasionally catch me at twitch.tv backslash sleazy. That's S-L-E-E-Z-Y-M-F-E. I don't play as much. I promise, though, if you do hop on, you send me a chat, we, we, we will talk. Uh, not a problem at all. I've got no problem talking to, uh, to fans of the show. Anyway, um, 2015, in bed. 2016, you know, bring it on is all I have to say. And, uh, yeah, Tyler still does owe me a stake. That hasn't been paid yet. So, anyway, uh, from the Bit Cave, across from me, as always, is Tyler Run, TRG Glaze. I am Eric G. Hollis, and we are out.